The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the Old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Hope you're having a great Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. We know the travel is never great today. Roads are usually jammed wherever you're off to. Hope you're driving safely and just sit back and enjoy what we have left to the Waddle and Sylvie show. This is always one of my favorite times of the week. When we're at house, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday, it is, Jeff. I've texted you. You don't, so don't, great. don't play, don't play this game. I like you, the, mu- the the traveling music here. I was moving. Well, yeah, I'm not a dancer, but I was moving. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're not a dancer. It was good. What, what, Dion, what kind of moves are those? The white man overweight. Man. That's what just happened. Old right man there. moves. Uh, Jeff Joniak, <laughs> the voice of the Bears, joins us uh, each and every week. Usually when we're up. At House Hall, and it is uh, great to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. To everybody here and there and wherever you may be. Hopefully it's a great one. Here's, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's a, a question for you. This is what we were just talking about. We're talking about getting ready for Thanksgiving and cooking. This is a, just a, a basic um, manners question. If you do all the Thanksgiving cooking, are you absolved from doing any cleaning? Yes, I would say yes. And uh, in my past, I was always the cleanup guy. I, I didn't do the cooking, obviously. I don't remember a Thanksgiving that I was completely off uh, in my career. Honestly, I worked a lot of holidays, so yeah. all the all the dirty work was done. So I had a I had a I'm the finisher. You know, there you go, <laughs> the finisher. I'm the finisher. So I I clean up and put, and I'm a neat freak beyond belief. Oh, are you? Oh, things got to be put away right away. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. get it all cleaned up. Get it all cleaned not, up. We're not waiting like if, if no, Thanksgiving no, no. leaked into say, you know, the late evening hours, ten or eleven. We're we're not we're not waking up in the morning. No, and up. I can't do that any After day of the week, let alone par- Thanksgiving. Yeah, if it's a house party, anything, I will I will be the guy. I'm the last man standing. I'm a closer. <laughs> I love it I like, with, with authority. From and anybody who knows me knows that's true. Like, Joni, I'm very similar. I don't. I can't go to bed with dirty dishes in the sink. I can't do any of that. No, I live alone, so I can do that to myself. <laughs> that to and you. I hate myself when I see. Like this morning, I'm not going to lie. I woke up and I had a sink full of dishes. Oh. And I'm oh. like, I got it. I can't How many leave. days worth is that? Well, if you a, live alone, yeah. how many it's, a, it's a couple days of just, you know, nothing. Oh, anyway, wow. so I'm like, I'm feeling really disgusted with myself. <laughs> I go, let's, let's cl- before we do another thing, or, and people know me as well, I, I, I can get really sloppy. Okay, sloppy. Like, you just said you're a yeah, listen, listen, listen. Stuff everywhere. Yeah. But then you get... To the point, okay, we're not doing another thing. And, I, and so the desk, the desk has to be void of anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, no no two pens, no glasses, no keys, no... Everything has its place. I Get have it. to have a clean palette to create. I can't <laughs> do it. So I put everything away. But, you know, I oftentimes have been... Uh, accused of just like throwing stuff into a closet and shutting the door and now it's out of view and now you got to take it all apart again and put it back together and i'm not gonna lie that happens too but right. in general yeah go to my booth 
Yeah, no, it is. I've never seen like you know, stuff around. Yeah, no, no. There's no, there's no junk around. You tidy up anyway. So Thanksgiving, yeah. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're not cooking, you're cleaning. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so you're absolved because we Dion and I took the approach that. If you cook, we had a caller who said that they cook and then their wife does all the cleanup. And we said, that's not right. No, not the right. Wife, oh, well, you just said you. No, you, but he cooks. And oh, then he, she he. cleans. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I'm pretty much, you know, I don't know. The man out of the house should clean it up. I don't, you know, that's what I'm just saying. <laughs> so, you know. But, yeah, it's hard. Hey, Thanksgiving preparation. That's, Thanksgiving that takes a plan. Is, is planning. It's effort. The dressing it's, alone. That I, takes, I know. you know, you got a lot of cutting, a lot of. Patience, yeah. Come on. What's your fa- what's your favorite Dress. part? The, that the mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, I could, eat, eat I could eat that and nothing else. Give me a little gravy. And we don't eat it year round. Well, like it's not like that's on, just in it. like March. We're like what's the gravy? <laughs> the gravy is that what you're saying? Spo- you could spoon the gravy. You no, I give- said give it a little gravy yeah. and just go to town. Oh. I love stuffing. Love mm-hmm. stuffing too. Love. I stuffing. do too. All kinds. Yeah, you don't. I, well, you eat it once or twice a yeah, year. Yeah, correct. That's I'm what not, makes it I'm great. I'm not taking a box of stovetop and firing up. The, uh, <laughs> Back no. in the day, that used to really get it done for me, though. The stovetop? When I was a bachelor, the <laughs> stovetop stuffing. Stop it, really? Yeah, oh, I loved stovetop stuffing. Now, you're you, college, I had, what do they call them, the, the hot plate or whatever? What was that? that right, right, the, like, the, a hot, like a hot plate where you would make stuff. Yeah, I used to take. Kraft macaroni and cheese, which I thought was high-end mac and cheese for my life. I mean, we had a lot of Kraft macaroni and cheese, and I couldn't wait. But you know what I added? This is going to maybe sound disgusting for everybody. Z-Pak's looking the other way already. (laughs) You know, you need a little protein in there when you're a college kid. Tuna fish. No, that's Into the mac and cheese. That's not bad. I pre predated lobster mac and cheese. (laughs) I went to the cheap, cheaper tuna. (laughs) Tuna. I never not had, fresh though. It was course, never from the can. When, right? when was there ever lobster mac? I, I don't remember. You, you, Until you invented vintage. recent vintage. Maybe throw the, the you know. I'm a mac. I love mac and cheese. It is a demon. When did too. mac and cheese become Thanksgiving though? When no, did that not, happen? Not, not ever in my Thanksgiving. not ever in my Thanksgiving no. either. But no. don't know. Don't care. <laughs> just love it. <laughs> don't like. I don't rage against it. I just like, like give it, and I like. The top that's extra crispy, crispy. Mm-hmm. and then it's cheesy underneath, so you can scoop if you want the, just the cheesy Love part. Love the creaminess. Yep. You want Absolutely. that, but if I want some of the crustiness, I can get that too. Yeah, a little, little breadcrumb action. Your palates are so oh. advanced, both of you. And I love tur- I love turkey. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I only eat white meat. I don't like dark meat. I love white meat. Uh, Definitely the dressing. I could do without the vegetables oh, for see, one day. Come on, I am making maple roasted Brussels sprouts and carrots. Oh, now that's wow. different. That's, that's high end stuff. Yeah, that's. I'm very that's, excited that's about that. Nah, my mom is listening. She's okay. 85. She lives Bless in Des Moines. Her. Could you she, call, she, she please? No, no, we're not uh, calling Mrs. my mom. Mrs. Joniak, no, no, please no, call no. 312. Stop it, stop. No. 332. Call us, Mom. 3776. But she's going to get mad Miss, at me. Let Wait. me say it louder no, in no, case. No, 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 no. It's her, how's her hearing? <laughs> not good. 312 332 3776. Listen to me. Listen to me. So when she made. She, I, I've told her this before. So when she made Brussels sprouts as a kid, I couldn't yeah, eat them. Right. It, it was like. I, and I had to eat them. Right. You got, and she just, they were just a little, you know, there's a point. There's a tipping point with mm-hmm. the Brussels sprout. Yes, yes. The Brussels sprout has a, has a time frame. If you go too far, it's mushy and it yes. has a different taste. Yes. And that's what I ate. And I, I just, I said, I swore them off until 
going to these right. fancy restaurants mm-hmm. and they give you a little They're roasted so brussels, which I now roast Brussels sprouts with beets, oh. And oh, carrots. So yummy. I mean, it's fantastic. Salt it up, and that's a meal right there. That is a meal right there. How can you say you don't like the vegetables on Thanksgiving? That sounds because awesome. I don't need them on Thanksgiving. Oh. I need the dressing, the mash, the carbs. Yeah, I need that. And the turkey. I'm good with that. It, it's amazing. Like, that's another food that all of a sudden became something. Brussels sprouts at Brussels first was sprouts. like you used to, as a kid, like you were saying, just say Brussels yes. sprouts. And Hold now, your nose and eat them. They're so it's bougie a deli- now. It's a yeah. de- delicacy. Yeah. Everybody's got them on their uh, oh, appetite. And when I smell <laughs> them now, you like it's like, oh, someone's roasting yeah, Brussels sprouts. It's good yeah, stuff. Totally. So good. But again, it's a tipping point, though. Yeah, I know. It's a fine line. Fine line. Okay. Just work. like winning and losing in the NFL. It's a fine <laughs> line. Oh, boy. Speaking of that, yeah, oh I've been putting it off. I mean, that was a- Have you reviewed it? No, let's just page, keep talking you? about yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. This is fun. I know. Yeah. I know. It's well, my favorite. And the woman here who must cook up a storm at home, you know, she always dropping off uh, her I dessert creation. I love to bake for the beat. That's hey, what I always you know, say. Bake for the bear's beat. It's, I love it's, it. It's a- oh, do you bake for the bear's beat? I do. Are you mm-hmm. joking? I didn't know this. Why? I wasn't ever included. I've done- <laughs> are you Does are you baking for the Bears show? I, I have never made anything for the pregame show, no. Usually because I'm ri- running in as fast as I can and I'm going to be late. But I started that, I don't know, a couple years ago? Yeah, there should be a little kitty. Oh, yeah, All the media not- dropping in some bucks. The, the woman makes unbelievable and a wide variety. Mm-hmm. What's I your mean, go-to? Yeah, oh, gosh. Is- I've, done, I've done a chocolate cake. I did it this year, too. I, I, I've done a chocolate cake that... Um, like a like a chocolate bundt cake almost that I've done several years. That's like my go-to. I also make these um, snickerdoodle bars that are pretty oh. popular. I just made pound cake, which is pound really cake. hard because it's like Delish. Y- you can make it too dry if you go to. It's like you have to really babysit it when you're cooking. You know, but I enjoy there's baking. Good, there's like a therapy to, to it. To a me. good a good pound cake goes a long way, Sylvie. I mean, I gotta be honest. It looks and sounds simple, but a good pound cake. Do you remember you know, the Sara Lee pound cake? Of course, the, I did the, all the we time. We used to t- slice yeah. that thing up in the tin foil. <laughs> yeah. In the tin, uh, like I, that was a, a big thing in the Silverman that, household. Oh my gosh! My parents used to buy that. When I used to work at WMAQ in the mornings, they had a vending machine somewhere, and I always got the Hostess cherry pies. No uh, kidding! And, and, it would, and my friends at that time would make fun of me that I would be, you know. Chumping on the uh, Mal in a chair. Yeah, no, I haven't had one in years. No, no, you're in good shape now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in good shape. You are. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Got that... a little tire going. It's the in-season tire edition. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Do you go through that? Where yes, like in the awful. season, yeah. Well, well you're traveling. You're that's working. Hard. Well, you eat bad on Sundays. Yeah, you're just not eating. You're just getting through the day. You're just yeah. getting through the day, yeah. but you know, you work later, so you eat later at night. That's not good. I'm making excuses. Believe me, I have zero discipline. I'm uncoachable, apparently. <laughs> And I, you know, I, you're not working out like you did, right? You know? and, and when I, you're tired, you eat more. Yes, it's comfort. Yes, and you're just trying to stay awake. You know, you say don't quarter. eat past eight o'clock. Everybody, don't no carbs after eight. Don't eat after eight. Just you know, ha- have a shot of whiskey to take the edge off, or you know, just guzzle water. That's what the advice from friends, right? But if you're working past ten, like I do, mm-hmm. and then you know you're you just you're not that tired. Now it's come midnight, and then you get hungry. Well, of course you of course. do. Yeah. So my daughters, you know, they called me Snack Shack. Oh. They that my when my daughters when they were little, they actually put a, a, a some kind of oh. kid alarm or something that it was like a hippo or something. I don't remember. <laughs> or maybe would, I, make a sound when you would open. So up I opened the, the door. Yeah, those little those little rats. Oh my gosh, that's oh, yeah. hilarious. Snack Shack. I was, I'm Snack Shack. Do you ever get the snacks at Trader Joe's? 
I told Waddle I about this. He's not a, he's not refined on his snack game. The the best the best snacks are at Trader Joe's. No, My no wife question. gets all the Trader like, Joe's. Give me a stuff. such as. Well, they have the best pretzels. They, have they the, do. And, like, different types. Yes. They have all these different types of unique, stuff. Unique. Unique. Yes. Even they're, like, they, they make these, what are they? They're, like, almond butter, yeah, granola. What are they the, called? The PB&J? Not the PB&J bars, because well, those are really the, good, too. But I think they have an almond butter um, pretzel, where yes. I think I'm, I'm having a healthier peanut butter <laughs> pretzel because it's almond butter. Yeah. But those things, I could power so shop good. a whole oh, bag. Yeah. Trader Joe's is where it's at. Right, mm-hmm. Check it out. You want to go together one yeah, time? Let's show me what's wrong. We're out. We'll do a video. <laughs> the cheese and crackers, you cannot be beat there. Oh, it's the best. So oh. good. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's should sponsor It's make my girlfriend lose her mind, I know. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> knock it off with the snack. And- She's going to get an alarm for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bad. Um, all right, so w- what what do you think here? I mean, la- got to win an NFC North game. Let's just mm-hmm. start right there. I don't want to talk about the past because the past is the past. Well, it's we done. We have to. Though. I know, but it's this done. This isn't the coach's show. Yeah, I know, but it is done. It's not the, it's not the Jeff Joniak <laughs> coach's know, show either. That was uh, that we yeah, went. it hurt. It, it hurt. Is. It stings. It did stings. It, did you look yeah, like like did your heart drop? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I I I never saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I did. I did not see it coming. I just thought they played so well. Justin, and I'll say this again because I, I am one of the guys that said before the season, hey, this is the year, and you, you can pull the tapes out. I said it's got to be able to trigger from the pocket to become that, still complement it. Uh, and, but, you know, after watching how it was a big part of the game plan and his decision-making on the RPOs and working the edges and the middle of the field was open a few times if it was just one whisker away from having one of those big off guard off tackle runs that opened up last year the big the big long mm-hmm. runs and uh, but i think it gives him superpowers like he just gets I'm up with he feels you. good he starts vibing mm-hmm. you saw like the he little gets a dance they're going doesn't he and i think that helps his whole game mm-hmm. so keep doing it and I loved what he had to say today at the podium. Maybe the best thing he said in the last two years. He owned it. He owned it that he's got a good arm for the deep mm-hmm. ball, and he lo- it's what he does. That best. totally stood out to me, too. Okay? Say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Talk it into existence then, because that drop in the bucket where DJ had a run to the ball in the end zone, that's, what, that's anticipation. That's making a receiver go get it um, next time. Tyler Scott's going to go get it. The game will be over. We won't be all gnashing our teeth and wringing our hands about the outcome. That would have been a done game. Done. Over. And um, so stuff like that, you know, it, that's the game, though. You know, as the cliche goes, the game of inches and all that business. But if you could get the ball to your receivers to be able to make a play with it after the catch or to go and get the ball, that's – that's going to be good things. That's going to be good things for Justin mm-hmm. Fields and the Bears' offense. So, I I love the balance of the run pass, and I you know against Minnesota, you know the defense really shut down Minnesota. I mean they, they had they under what uh, twelve points. I mean they could have won that game in week six. So and that's with a uh, banged up Justin leaving the game halfway through. So, um, I you know. I know no one wants to hear the little bits and pieces of positivity, but there there is some. There is. I know they didn't win, but the fact of the matter is the defense over a period of time has played well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, this whole process of learning how to finish is what is going to be true in all of football. I don't care if it's Little League, junior, high school, high school, college, pro. you got to figure out a way. You look at Kansas City this season, you know, 
uh, I, they're having trouble. Mm-hmm. They're having trouble finishing games. They've got a great quarterback. They're dropping passes. Uh, the Vikings are dropping footballs. They lead the league in fumbles. They've got 21 fumbles. So teams are hurt by a variety of things. I know I'm vamping now, but he, you know, that's, just, well, that's just my thought on it. Can everything. I ask this question about finishing? Because we talked about it. We've talked about it for days now, about like learning to finish. Is that, for a team that's lost this much, is that yeah. execution or is it more mental? <clears throat> I'm not smart enough to know the answer to that one, but I think it's probably a combination of mm-hmm. both. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that this team keeps stubbing its toe um, collectively because, oh, my gosh, you know, are we going to be able to finish this game? I don't think they're there. Uh, I think if it was a veteran team doing that, I would say maybe. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. is not a veteran team. There are veterans, but there's it's not a veteran team. So I think they're just still trying to find their way as young players and meshing together. And the changes on the offensive line and key moments in a game, it comes to roost when, you know, and you got to have players with the mentality that I can be the difference mm-hmm. to finish a game mm-hmm. from the quarterback on to anybody. That's the way it has to be, and it mostly has to be on the quarterback's shoulders, but they at some point can only do so much. The guy's got to go make the catch. guy's got to make a play. Tackle's got to make a block. Linebacker of a ball's in his hands, got to got to make sure he, he gets it in the crunch situation or cor- whatever. I'm not identifying anybody in particular. I'm just saying there are plays to be made. they got to be made. Coaching is also a part of it, too, putting them in the right place to, to win a game. Uh, when I was listening to Bears Weekly yesterday, what, did I hear this correctly? What, did Thayer think that the second down play that was the RPO, that he would have liked to see Justin keep it? Yeah, and, and beat, around the end. And, and, because and, it was there for the day. And so, you know, why not? And, and you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always lean on his shoulder for that. Yeah, I mean, he sees things differently than as non-players see, and he watches so much. So, yeah, he does believe that. He, he, he did not like some of the decisions made in terms of play calls. So, but um, that wasn't really play call. That was more well, of a, read, yeah, a, true, yeah. a read on yeah. Justin's part there, right? Yeah. He wanted Justin to keep it and, and outrun the yeah, defensive. Yeah, yeah. Because it could, was there all day, yeah. Because Justin, Justin said on the podium that he thought that it wasn't there and that the easy read was just to yeah. give it to the running yeah. guy. Yeah, so again, I guess it's a matter of uh, how you look at it from each perspective. But like you said again, and this is why I had a little problem with play calling in this game, is they dialed up the game-winning play. They dialed it up. The, 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 he could have hit DJ Moore. Uh, and then he did have an open Tyler Scott. He threw a perfect ball. That's game over. Game over. And that's not that's not a play calling issue. No. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. like I, I'll, making I'll, the play. I'll, I'll call that out when it's there. Yeah. But I didn't think that this was a game where you can lean on. You lost that game because of offensive play calling. Yeah. I mean, put it this way: every single play is going to be. Uh, when it doesn't work out, and again, I know it's just it, it's how it is, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I brought it up with Eberflus in this room and our Bears, et cetera, podcast on Monday. I'm not a big guy, and I I told him this too, and I'm just not a big guy that that that, that wrings my hands or makes, uh, you know, bold statements about a play call because if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what I mean? And and that's how this sport is. Mm. And um, I so I don't get into the teeth of all that. Um, but I look at the bigger picture of a game. And, you know, the opening drive, 
That was a thing of beauty. Mm -hmm. You took the words right out of my mouth. It was a thing of beauty. It was. Was it not? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been more than once this season. Um, And, you know, if you can capture that lightning somehow, Tom was joking, hey, why don't they just run the exact series again? no doubt. Make things look a little different and just, you know, what happened to the days of, and maybe they do. I don't know. The concepts of a play and things that are, are drawn up off of a certain play um, that maybe we don't are not smart enough to, to, to pinpoint are probably there. But in the old days, you know, a Lombardi sweep, you knew it was coming. You're not going to stop it. They ran the same play over and over again. They couldn't stop it. Now you're just better than the other guy. So maybe you can get to a point where if you're better mm-hmm. than the other guy, keep running some of these plays. But it was a very creative and well-balanced. The craziest thing about that drive, and I thought it was a misprint, when I'm looking at the stats, nine first downs on a 10-play drive. Mm-hmm. It's a home run, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it That's is. it. I mean, and, you know, that means they're capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. They're capable of doing it. So do it again and again and again. This game, Minnesota's had five games where they've lost the ball on, on an opening drive. The Bears took the ball away on Detroit's opening drive. The Bears took the ball because they lost the coin flip. They scored on their opening drive. Just get ahead of it, and now let's figure out how to finish it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you make of both of you guys uh, about the Montez Sweat uh, rotation and only 60-some yeah. percent of it was 20 six, minutes? I think it was 69 or 63 percent. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, there's not there how many plays were called. That's um, what I mean. It's not like sixty three percent of forty minutes. Yeah. It's sixty three percent of twenty, 20 minutes. minutes well, right. All I know is this when the season began before it started and when Matt Eberflus got here, the idea of having two waves of defensive linemen coming in fresh at all times was what and, and many defensive coaches have explained this to me too. That's the goal. Like mm-hmm. if you could have two sets of starters, that would be great. And you're just wreaking havoc because the offensive line gets in a rhythm with the same guys all the time. So keep changing it up, mixing things up. So um, I never studied studied it. I don't look at the snaps like that. So I know it's been a big topic with the media here, uh, the, the writers asking about it. So I don't have any more of opinion on that other than that. But um, you know, you yeah, you know, in the big picture, when the game's on the line, yeah, you'd like to have your your best guys out there, but. Um, you know, rotations being what they are uh, to keep guys fresh to get yeah. to the quarterback. I don't know. Yep. All right. Um, I, I've said this to you privately. I've said this on the air uh, with Waddle as well. I've said this while you've been on the air. I'm very thankful that you are on our radio station. Oh, I'm very thankful nice. that you are the voice of the Bears. Me too. <laughs> I'm very thankful that uh, we are teammates and you make our, our, our place better. You too. And, awesome. Uh, no, we appreciate awesome. you. And I appreciate all you guys. I mean, you talk to anybody I know. They, I talk about this show all the time. People that ordinarily would, wouldn't be listening, they're not listening. Uh, you know, we brought some new listeners in, and I hope everybody enjoys it. I'm just trying to be me. Self-deprecating and make fun of myself. And, uh, no, I love, listen, we've known each other forever. I think the world of you. You know I think the world of you as well. And uh, everybody here has treated me great. So it, I am very great. I, I talked to an old friend of mine from Cleveland today. I wished him a happy Thanksgiving. He goes, hey, you know, he's listening in Cleveland. Oh, that's you awesome. You know, and uh, he goes, man, I, I never heard this side of you. Wow. I go, yeah, I mean. I'm just. This is this anyone is who's hung out me. with you know knows just, this you know, side of you is here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. A, you know, I just needle and I have fun and whatever. Yeah. I'm. The, I love I, that. I'm serious too. 
Yeah. Oh, I, we didn't want to talk. Sunday. I wouldn't oh. have been this way after the game on Sunday. No, I know this. We get <laughs> this on like Sunday. Comatose. <laughs> anyway, happy oh, Thanksgiving God. to everybody happy out there. Be safe you. out there. Enjoy your family. Give everybody a hug and go Bears. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the voice of the Bears, the Jeff Joniak. We'll take more of your calls. 312-332-3776. Waddle and Sylvie with Dion in for Waddle. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home. We're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Today always feels like a Friday as we head into the uh, holiday weekend. Uh, Hope you're mm-hmm. going to somewhere fun, going to see family, and you can enjoy it that way. And uh, at the very least, I hope we're keeping you company on this day before Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. It's on the power rankings. Mm-hmm. My holiday power rankings, it's number one. Yeah, same. It's always been. I'm trying to th- I think Memorial Day is always up there, too. I love Easter. You love Easter? Mm-hmm. And I, I it's do. It's the beginning of spring yeah, as well. I love Easter. Uh, I love Memorial Day because you get that extra day off, and it's the beginning of the summer. Of the summer, yeah. You know, it's that first summer weekend, and, like, it just, I've always told Waddle how much I, I love that that holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, it the, is great. The 4th of July, I like, but I feel like you get to the 4th, you blink, and, and then the summer's over. It's, it's, summer's over. Yeah. yeah. You get to the 4th, and literally two weeks later, you're at training camp. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then it might as well be New Year's Eve. Right? Football. It goes, football makes the year go so fast. For a football reporter, the summer ends way earlier. It, it ends. Then for, for most people. Typically that third week of July, like July 19. That's pretty yeah. much the end of the year. <laughs> were you here when we were talking about Hard Knocks earlier? Yeah. Well, you in mentioned season? it, the in-season Hard Knocks. Oh, I've never watch? watched in-season Hard Knocks. No. I, neither have I. I'm I didn't even know to. they did it. I think I'm actually going to. I mentioned this to Meller. I think I'm actually going to put it on tonight. I know there is sports on. One, the Bulls are playing tonight. I know, but that like <laughs> their their TV too. They uh, don't they don't get their TV too. Even when nothing else is on yeah, anymore, no, they, they have to earn their way back into my trust for TV one. I'd rather watch the Blackhawks and the oh, yeah. Blue Jackets oh, yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like yeah. I will pay more attention to that. Yeah, is, is, is the Blackhawks are on. I'm going to watch Hard Knocks, and I think I'm going to let my oldest watch it, despite the swearing. Really? Yeah, I let him watch um, Quarterback, and there was swearing in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a good lesson for him. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a good lesson in perseverance. What's the – your uh, Mason and nine. Ma, and my Brett. Noah are the same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. They're both so nine. So Ma- yeah. Mason is nine, and I know for some that may feel like it's a little – as long as it's swearing in that context of not just like sports swearing, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's not, a different not, category not dirty, of swearing. Like that dirty swear. Right? Like, no. Right. You're you're right. Yes, you're right. I, I don't know if I could quantify it's, that correctly. It's used correctly. Although I do remember, didn't your wife post a video of, of Mason using swear words correctly? And then he didn't get that from <laughs> us. And that was, and it, boy, there is a reel about that. And it, and it, it went, it didn't go viral, but it was when he was getting, and this was before COVID. Yes. He was going to get a blood test and he freaked out at the allergies. What child doesn't freak out at the thought of getting needles or poked or prodded? Of and, course. And he warned the camera that he was going to, my wife was recording it. I wasn't there. And he warned the camera that he was going to say the F word. Mm-hmm. 
And then, at, 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 like, two seconds after he said, I'm going to say the F word, he said it. He said it, yeah. And everyone starts laughing, and I posted it because I thought it was cute. But then, of course, it took on a life of its of own. And everyone on Instagram who doesn't know me, and, like, it went to way more people than who follows me, starts saying, this is a kid who's been brought up wrong. This is a oh, kid come on. who's been taught the wrong words. And, like, all these assumptions. This oh, is geez. a kid who's addicted to his iPad. Like we had. Oh, a, my heart. People had, said that? Yeah, we had a phone in his hand because the reason the phone was in his hand at that young age was to distract him from getting a, the shots. a poke when he was, like, three or four at the yes, time. Yes, yes. So, I don't know. I mean... I'm not naive you know how to... the world is. These I know days. it's but, ridiculous. But if you're going to post that stuff, you're you better be opening yourself up. Yeah, for right. People's crazy. So yes, it, it's true. like I should know better. Oh, so well. I don't, you know. All right. Uh, anyway, yes, I, you're going to let him watch Hard Knocks in season. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Before you preview it. Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So I yeah. I told you last night. Uh, I watched it last night. I actually did not know that it started yesterday. Um, it was the first episode. It just kind of I stumbled onto it watching HBO. And I was highly entertained. The oh. Dolphins, I think, are a really good, you know, it's a it's a good in-season team to be following. And, like, it's a stark contrast for any Bears fan who is familiar <laughs> with Matt Eberflus in a day-in and day-out basis listening to him. And then in one episode, watching Mike McDaniel capture his team. And he's not, like, Mike McDaniel's not somebody who has, like, a like an overwhelming presence but just listening to him and the way he interacts with his players and seeing it firsthand. On the preview, they had a coming attraction, though, Mellor. Uh-huh. And it didn't look like that the room in the theater when he was speaking was really that engaged to what no, he was saying. Was silly. I wrong? No, no, you're right. And I will admit that watching it, like, he comes in there. The first scene is him kind of, like, informing the guys that, hey, Hard Knocks in season's going live now. And, mm-hmm. like, his expectation of it. And there were a lot of players who were kind of like not engaged with him. But when you see his personal interactions with Tua and like Tyreek Hill and all his players firsthand, I think you get why the team is probably in a good spot with Mike McDaniel as their head coach. Okay. I look forward to it because I learned a lot about Dan Campbell in Hard Knocks. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. he was more than just a, a soundbite and a meathead. I learned a lot about him in his post-game celebration. I just, oh, you the like stark that, yeah. contrast between oh. him and Eberflus is. Yeah, it was good. It's real good, yeah. By the way, so is this worth playing, Tyler? Um, I yes. was talking to you down yeah. the line. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely worth playing. Okay, so I, I saw this. Someone forwarded this to me because there was a tweet going on that Albert Breer had talked about Eberflus and Ryan Poles' future. Now, Albert Breer was just on with Cap and Jay Hood on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Boy, that feels like a long time ago. <laughs> it was yesterday. I don't know. Can you play the short bite, Mallor? Just and to when refresh. they're making decisions, and you know, Kevin Warren's going to be a big part of this. From what I've heard, he wants to be more involved on the football side. It's going to be like, where does this look like it's going? So that caught my ear. We talked a lot about it yesterday. Kevin Warren's <laughs> been observing. He's been taking notes. He's been... I'm sure making assumptions and what kind of what how will he put it into action? So he said that with Cap and Jay Hood that Kevin Warren is going to want to be more involved in football. Yeah. What does that well, mean? Uh, and so I guess yeah. he he spoke more about this 
in his SI mailbag. Okay. So we have the sound that was just put in. This came out on Sports Illustrated, and here's the Albert Breer sound. I think right now it's trending towards Iberflus not being back. Um, and I think that in part is due to Kevin Warren's influence in the organization. Remember, Kevin Warren came in after being the commissioner of the Big Ten. He did not hire Ryan Poles. He did not hire Matt Iberflus. I think he is motivated to see what he can do with his own guys in there. I've also heard Kevin Warren wants to be a little bit more involved on the football side, so that could influence the decision-making there. And as for Justin Fields, he's played pretty well in his most recent games, you know, coming off the injury and then before the injury. But it's hard to really make a judgment on that, not knowing where the Bears' draft picks, the two first-round picks, are going to land, and also not knowing who's going to be making that decision. He still didn't really expand, though, on polls. He didn't. All he said was that he didn't hire polls. He talked about Eberflus's feet. So I think that the tweet is a little misleading. misleading. Did you I guys agree. think I so didn't... too? Well, I mean, I think he opened the door. I, he didn't say definitively, but you know, I, I think he, he said he wants to maybe hire his own guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but doesn't like doesn't that mean like he did reference Brian Poles by name too when like. I think it leaves it more open to the possibility in that little interaction than I, I, I thought was necessarily the case when he was answering it on Tuesday. Like on Tuesday when he talked with Cap and Jay Hood, I took it more as okay, Kevin Warren wants to be more involved in this, but I didn't necessarily think that was without Ryan Poles. Now I think that's much more. I'm much more open You're to open that possibility. To how did you? Mm, how did you interpret? I didn't it hear end? it that way. One more time. You want to? Yeah, play I want to hear time? it one more time. Yeah. I think right now it's trending towards Iberflus not being back. Um, and I think that in part is due to Kevin Warren's influence in the organization. Remember, Kevin Warren came in after being the commissioner of the Big Ten. He did not hire Ryan Poles. He did not hire Matt Iberflus. I think he is motivated to see what he can do with his own guys in there. I've also heard Kevin Warren wants to be a little bit more involved on the football side, so that could influence the decision-making there. And I- he, he, uh, I understand what you're saying. Go ahead, Dan. I, I still... I, I don't know. I mean, he he made he made a statement there, just said that he didn't hire Ryan Poles, but I don't think that it it indicates how he feels about him. He, did, he doesn't seem to indicate how he, what he thinks will happen with Poles. It's very cryptic because he does say though that he may want to hire his own, his own guys. guys, not his own guy, but his own guys when talking about just Eberflus. So does well, that? I mean, just, here's yeah. the other thing too, like. Is it more he he like he may have a great relationship with Ryan Poles and so right. it may not be an issue. But think of it this way too: if Kevin Warren comes in and he wants to be more involved in the football decision making situation, is it more comfortable to kind of put that on Ryan Poles after the fact, or is it easier just to hire your own people and then let them know that hey, the case is. I have final word on football decisions, whether that be who makes the first overall pick. You know what I'm saying, or is it, or or do you want to have the push and pull with? I don't Ryan want Poles? him. I don't want him drafting. I don't need that. We may not want him drafting, but he may want himself, himself drafting. No. I I don't know him well enough to know. Like, is that his personality that he wants to be more involved in? everyday decisions like that like is that what he wants to do unless he wants his guy drafting like that's the only other right right i think this is like the the this is again the billion dollar question i used million but it's more billion Mm -hmm. because of what this organization is worth what is he going to do the day the season ends like is he gonna come out swinging unlike 
the McCaskies and Ted Phillips in the past. Right. And is he going to lay down the law and say, this is intolerable. I'm not tolerating it. We're starting fresh under me. We're doing a search under me, mm-hmm. not with a not with someone from the outside of the organization. It's me, it's me, my job on the line, my accountability. We're not outsourcing this. With my connections, we're going around the league. Or is he going to say, look, I, I've, I've noticed a lot of things. This stuff isn't going to tolerate it. Ryan knows that. I do have faith in Ryan, but he's got to tweak some things, and I will be here for him to lean on me more. But we need to go out there and hire the right coach now. I tend to think that's more the approach that he's going to take. But again, we don't, we've not talked to Kevin Warren since he was hired. Right. And that's why it's like this billion it's like, dollars. We secret. don't know. Right. We don't know. So, like, what? So, it, it's I tend to lean towards what you just said. I do. So, like, Albert Breer in the last couple of days have said some, has said, he hasn't really given us a concrete answer, no. but he's given us very interesting nuggets about Kevin Warren. Kind of a Warren. window into yeah. what he's hearing. Yeah. Hmm. 312-332-3776 if you want to react. Um, is Black and Abdallah on tonight, guys? Uh, no, it'll be me from 6 to 8. Oh, good. Okay, so we'll cross talk with you. Brought to you by Steinhoffels. We'll take more of your phone calls. Uh, and uh, if you want to react to that, uh, Tyler can take your calls as well. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Dion's in for Waddle. We're live at Hallis. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Tyler Aki coming up uh, in 10 minutes in for Black and Abdallah. brought to you by Steinhoffels. Tyler, any uh, any big topics for tonight? Well, it is Blackout Wednesday, and today I am going to be going out in the city as opposed to in the burbs tonight. Wow. So How nice grown up. Shift. Yeah, nice little shift where we say that we've outgrown our uh, our neighborhood bar up in the suburbs now, up in wow. Glenview. Wow. So, like, what are what are the plans? Are do you are you starting at one specific place? Are you going hopping? I think we're going hopping, but it's it's TBD. I'm gonna I'm I think I'm just gonna get briefed on it since I'm done at eight. I think I'm gonna walk into an apartment full of drunk people. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just walk straight into the drunk tank when I get home, and uh, we'll go from there. I wondered, like, you're gonna have to play catch up a little bit. Yep, I will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm That's counting never on fun, you. That's fun, but it's. Uh, it's a rush. You can do it. It's you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Um, you, what time is dinner tomorrow? What time do you have Thanksgiving meal tomorrow? Uh, I think four. Oh, okay. Like That's good recovery time. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plenty of turnaround time. Who, anyone in your crew that we know? Uh, no, it's all high school friends. Okay. So this yeah. is not uh, anybody like no, Charlie no or Shay, anything no like Charlie. that. No, Charlie. I wish uh, Charlie was coming with me tonight. That Charlie's be, fun. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie's a good time going out with. Yeah. The Shay's probably uh, getting drunk and yelling at people. Tonight, I, I saw. I just Probably. saw on Twitter he was yelling about he got added to a, a Facebook group for a twelve-year high school reunion. <laughs> he says, "I would rather rock my head off of a toilet for four hours than be a part of that." Wow! What does Shay like? Like, does he enjoy anything? I think yelling, yelling, sure, yelling, arguing. Yeah, arguing. There have been so many times listening to him on the radio that I'm just like, I want to call him and be like, okay, breathe. Calm down. Yeah, Calm down. Goodness. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We can do it. Uh, he's on before you guys, right? Yes. You, you guys are on uh, Saturday, yeah, on, yeah. We always, 9 to uh, 11? Yep. Mm-hmm. We always and then cross over, yeah. Peggy yeah. and Dion, right? Yeah, we're not on this week, though. 
You guys aren't on this week? No. Peggy and I are both out of town. Oh, oh, you guys are out of town. On vacation. I hope that wasn't okay. like news to anybody. No, I, I love, I, it's my favorite thing, like driving. Usually like. We're off for like several weeks in a row. We were off last week because we had, what was on? Uh, Northwestern. We had Northwestern on. Um, but usually when I'm driving around with the boys, like mm-hmm. after baseball in the summer, we had fall ball this year, we'd be getting you guys. And I'd text you or I'd text I Peggy it. and Peggy's like usually ripping me about something or talking about something else. It is. I'm not kidding. Like so grateful for that show and her friendship. It like is, it is. It's such, a, it's great such a great time. We have so much fun. I laugh the hardest. I mean, we we have the best time. You it's do. so much fun. And it comes through the radio. That's yeah. what I've always said. That's why it's a great listen. Uh, David and Charlotte, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, David? Hi, David. Hey, thanks for taking my call here. You so, uh, yeah, so I, I know what sucky football is. Uh, I'm in Charlotte here, so we got the Panthers. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm um, originally from Chicago, so we got the Bears. So I got two levels of suck here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to say here is Justin Fields isn't great, right? He isn't going to be Tom Brady. He isn't going to be Drew Brees. But he's like the the girl that you want to take to prom or she asks you to prom. And you say no because you're waiting for the hot girl. Well, maybe you don't get the hot girl because you're not the hot guy. So we have Justin Fields now. He's a very good quarterback. Not great. Very good. So why don't we ride him like a Nissan Maxima? into the ground while we develop everybody else, the offensive line, the D-line, and get everything else going. Because if Rex Grossman could get us to the Super Bowl, oh boy. you're telling me Justin Fields can't? I don't, I don't like that comp. I don't, I, what, what, like, first of all, aren't, don't, aren't you going to get the hot girl? You, you know you can get the hot girl. It's just a matter of how hot she really is. <laughs> because you know you oh. have your choice of any of the girls of all you have all to the, pick yes you get to choose so i don't right. like that comp okay let me just put it this way so she's hot now while she's in college right she turns out to not be so hot because now she turns into freshman uh, what's this singer katie perry <laughs> okay i don't like that either no <laughs> the freshman 15 don't you gain that in college yeah, i guess so yeah yes. um uh I don't. I, what do you think, Dion? Help me here. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that comparison either. And I don't like the Rex thing. The Rex I got us know. to a Super Bowl. Uh-uh. Like you it's had to have. A, this is such, so different. This is a different world. You had to really have a great team. You go. The, you go 104 years without having a quarterback, except for Sid Luckman. You've got to get the quarterback when you have the and, number one. And pick. that's the thing. Like, do we go over these next six games? And what if it's still incomplete? Right. My argument is that's your. That is your answer. Unless he just uh, wows you. Uh, Tyler just told me this, I, I, and I don't know what this is. Zach Levine is out with foot soreness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin's making that motion. Is this is this an, an, uh, another exit strategy? Is this him saying uh, speed up this trade process? Or Probably. Is, or is this him with a, as a reason to why he's been playing so bad? And like the back last year, does he really need some time off? But oh I, my gosh, my first... he's such a baby. I can't deal. <laughs> okay, you said that. I know. I did. You're right. I did. I'm so done. I'm so over it. It's like that was my time. gut was that he's he's struggling. The Bulls are struggling. He wants out. 
Yes. Now all of a sudden he's a late scratch with foot soreness. We have not heard anything about no. any soreness. Not no soreness. Now he's out. We just got to learn how to start mm. the games faster and not go down I, I bet, points. I before. bet you they do better without him tonight. Watch. You think so? You, you watch. You guys watch tonight. Watch them play like a team. Don't tell Fine me what better. to do. They'll lose by 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, guys. Meller, Tyler, we're thankful for you guys. Very thank thankful you. for you guys. Thankful for you guys as well. That took a long time. <laughs> that was a long pause there, Tyler Aki. <laughs> um, Tyler's coming up next. Kevin, thank you. Kevin, it's thanks. awesome to have you on the radio station. And Dion, thankful for you. Thankful for you, Sylvie. This and is fun. We will be together on Monday for Bears yes, pregame. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, all of you who take time out of your day to listen to ESPN 1000 for a minute, five minutes, an hour, or all day, we are so thankful for you. Um, we do what we get to do because of you guys. Happy Thanksgiving and have a great weekend. This is ESPN 1000.